Hello, listeners, and welcome back to yet another episode of The Tantric Lounge. And I'm here today with my very erogenous co-host, Xavier Watercane. Yes, I've never been described that way before. Thanks. You'd have to be one of the most erogenous people I know. Funnily enough... Probably, you, that is probably true. That it's like you true. swim in a sea of sensuality. Constantly. Moment to moment. Constantly, constantly, as do you. As yes. But um, I guess it might have to do with something with being a Leo. I don't know. And I'm a Taurus. And you're a Taurus, The yes. most sensual sign of the Zodiac. Oh, okay. Yes. yes well, there you are. So for those of you who are interested in astrology, mm. one of the thing, ways that people might affect into their sexuality is to tap into that pre-existing morphic resonance field that surrounds astrology which is an interesting subject which i don't actually believe in because but even though i know that it works (laughs) and it doesn't work because it's true it works because it works yes but that's a whole other it is today we're not going to get quite so metaphysical we're getting very physical today listeners extremely physical very physical yes and as usual we have lalo our wonderful sponsors of swedish Objects yes. of sensuality and erogenousness to, and erogenousness to thank for Gosh, our. That's a sensual word. Erogenousness. Yes, erogenousness. Just, just the word melts off the tongue. Erogenousness. Turn me on erogenouslessly. <laughs> uh, I think it lost it then. Um, anyway, Lalo, for which, mm. to which we are endlessly thankful for bringing us the opportunity to have these programs. Yes, and we will explore one of their more interesting devices later on in the show today. Yes, well, in fact, all of their devices, every single product that they sell is relevant to today's product, today's topic, because today's topic is... Turning your entire body into an erogenous zone. Oh. So, how... Using Xavier's voice. How do do we... I wonder if I can do... Listeners, let us know. Can I do a voice as good as Xavier? Who has the more... Erogenous voice. Oh, let's not turn this into a competition. No, 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 let's. Let's come. Let oh, okay. Come on, you okay. do it. You do it. You, okay. you do it. Okay. Right. So today <gasps> we're going to talk about how to turn your entire body into one large, <laughs> sensuous, erogenous zone. <laughs> So no no come on I'm going to have another go that's <laughs> not right. fair that is not we fair could, we could just that go was on. so good we could go on oh for come hours. on please go indulge on. me okay just one listeners sorry indulge me so Xavier how would you suggest that we might explore these unknown yet rather arousing zones of our body firstly I would suggest that we um. Mm look at the entire body as an erogenous zone just to start off. You just you would start with a declaration. You can all every all the listeners The whole body. The whole body. The whole body. Listeners, just mm. take this opportunity right now to sit down with yourself and say, my entire body is an erogenous zone. My entire body is an erogenous zone. Oh, it's working for me. Good. Oh, so. Oh, oh calm down, calm down. Calm down. Stop the voices. So, stop the voices. Yes, we Pay we, attention. We, oh, my brain's turning off. Yes, sorry. Sorry. The left side of my brain is turning off. But part oh. of, part, you will agree that mm. part of turning on your, uh, your, turning on your whole body into turning it into an erogenous will is about educating the, the body. Right. And it's about educating the body through sensuality. Hmm. Now, for those of you out there who are 
aware of their bodies. This will not come as a complete surprise for those of you who tend to live in their heads or even those even those who live in their hearts. This may be a bit of a revelation for you. But in fact, the main of course, the main organ of interface between yourself and the rest of the universe is... The skin. Which is the largest organ of the body. It is indeed. Although I know of many men who wish it was there was another <laughs> organ that was the largest organ of their body. Nevertheless. Well, there so, is skin all over that other organ. There is, exactly. But one of the most important things that anybody can realise is that sensuality and sexuality is not confined to that small zone. No, most definitely not. So, how do we train the body to become one huge erogenous zone? Not only through the skin, but also internally as well. Through the senses. Through the senses, Mm. because not only do we have, most of us think of the five, the classical centers, Mm. senses, uh, sight, sound, smell, taste, Mm -hmm. touch, all of which are important. Yes. But there are also internal senses, Mm -hmm. like the internal senses of proprioception, which tells you about your orientation in the world, what's up, what's down, where the muscles are, where the bones are, where the sinews are, how the nerves glide between the muscles internally. Yes, you know, there's some really interesting cases of people who lose their proprioceptiveness and they can't orient themselves in space. Yes, what uh, I think in uh, one of um, Oliver Sacks' books mm, is mm. this wonderful quote about a woman who has suffered from that and she, I think, or, or it's in another book, I can't remember, but the quote was, there is a pain somewhere in the room but I don't quite know where it is. In the room. Yeah, in the room mm. because the, she had lost her sense of where she was, where, where, her, where, body was. Pa- where her body was. <laughs> yeah. So, in other words, her body inhabited the room. There is a pain somewhere in the room. Mm. The, but today's about pleasure. Yes, it is. Today is about pleasure, which could potentially involve a little pain. Yes, of course. So, let's go through some things. Let's go through some of the variables that mm. you'll be encountering. Mm. First, we would suggest that you. I mean, this is the great thing about having a podcast. You can just play this over and over again. With us, we would suggest that you get a variety of objects. And I and listeners, we mm. have actually gathered our own little collection oh, of we objects. We have so many objects here. Mine are all on display. I think I'm being a little bit of an exhibitionist here. You whereas Xavier's actually got his all covered up, so yes. I don't know what's there. And you know what, listeners? That's adding a little element of anticipation. <laughs> right. So part. Of, so another great point, part of turning your body into an erogenous mm. zone is not to have it all out on the shop front. Yes, Yes, it's the, what's going to come next? Mm. As long as you're feeling safe yeah, in which to do these activities. Well, it doesn't look as if anything that you have there is particularly dangerous. Perhaps you'd like to go through some of these objects. Okay. There's a very dangerous makeup applicator. Yes. Terrifying. most, Most women will have a makeup brush. Yes, probably several of different sizes. And different textures. Different textures, different levels of firmness and softness. Okay, so Mm -hmm. one of the variables, of course, when we're talking about skin is, of course, texture. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the texture of 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 a makeup brush and what you can do with it to educate your body to becoming a more all-round sensuous thing. Yes, well, let me share, in fact, a few little brushy type applicator type things that I found in my bathroom just a few moments ago. Mm. So, first of all, we have, it's quite a fluffy brush, which I use for putting on... Foundation. No, not foundation. No, no powder. Oh, this is a powder brush. This is a powder brush okay. over the top. So, would you like to expose your forearm, Xavier? Oh, of course. Exposing it. Oh. I actually have a very 
sensitive forearm. Well, forearms are actually very sensitive. So if I just start, I'm, I'm just viewers, I'm just brushing his inner elbow and now working my way down his forearm and along his palms right to the tip of his fingers. Mm. How would you describe that sensation? Uh, very sensuous. Very mm. sensuous. Yes. And also... Be aware that when mm. you're trying this at home, not mm-hmm. only on yourself but on your partner because you're also educating your – you might be educating your partner in, in this process. Yes. That um, another variable, of course, is pressure and time. Mm-hmm. So, if you think of it musically, you can have long strokes. Yes. Or you can have small taps. Oh, small taps. Well, don't or to me. Could, don't to me. Okay, Stop okay, doing fine. it yourself. Okay. He's so, masturbating. So, for example – No, I'm not. Well, so, for example – so, 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 for example, I can Ooh. do that. Oh, that's can, now, what I'm actually doing here is yes. trembling. He's trembling the brush on my skin. Right? Yes. So, as I'm doing that, that's a completely <laughs> different sensation. It is. Right to the fingertips. Yes. Than the long, the long strokes. strokes. But you can vary it, of course. You can tremble, tremble stroke, stroke, tremble, tremble stroke, stroke. And even you can press, tremble, stroke, press, tremble, yes. stroke. I think I would rather like a little bit of a tremble in the middle of my palm followed by a press. Okay. And tremble in the middle of the palm, followed by press. Press, and then maybe some strokes along stroke. each finger. Okay. So, this Ooh. is another thing that happens when you're educating your body to sensuality. Yes. You suddenly get an intuition mm. about what you would like. And unless you actually do this, which mm. is why this is a very experiential program today, yes. unless you actually do this, you don't get that insight. Mm. It's not just about imagining what something might be like. It's about allowing somebody to give people certain tries about certain things and then getting an insight. Yes. Oh, just like you did then. I think I would like you to tremble on my palm, then press, Mm. then stroke each Mm. finger. And then... On the other side of the finger. On the other side of my fingers. Because first I was using the, the lower part of the finger and then... Right on the cuticle of the nail, just the slightest touch. And that's very, very subtle. Yeah, it's very subtle. Mm. But again, it's like communication is important here. Mm. I'd like to try this. Okay, Mm. fine. Then we'll try something else. Well, it's like that um, game that I I shared a show or two ago where you instruct the touch Mm. and then you move into rating it and so forth. This could be a really lovely way of doing it because you have all these different objects that you've collected from around the house and you go, oh, I'd like you to use that one in this way. Yes. Yes, exactly. Let's do that for a while, and and then of course the person who's playful. doing the touching, mm. to the, rather than the touchy, mm. might get an intuition. Mm. I'm going to just try this. Yes, and then go with that. Mm. Let's you might see. Even look, rate it. So I have another object here. This is a rather hard bristled body. Brush. Yes, a body brush. So my intuition is telling me, Xavier, that I would like you to expose the. Not your forearm, but the back of your lower arm. The back of my lower arm. The back of your lower arm, because my feeling is that it might be a little bit too rough on the forearm. And I'm just going around his the back of his lower arm. Making small circles. Making small circles. I'm now going over the wrist and on to the back of the hand and then a gliding sweep. To the end of the fingers. Now, my intuition tells me when I'm looking at the sensuality is that yes. I might want to bury my fingertips Ooh. in the body of the brush mm-hmm. and just play with that a little bit. Mm. So, how did you find the rougher texture of that? Well, because uh, this, this is a rebel, this is probably um, something that the listeners don't know. Both Jacqueline and I have had 
individually rather a lot of experience with Japanese culture. Yes. And the Japanese believe very strongly in very hard brushing of the skin, especially in very hot baths. Mm. And that's like extreme exfoliation, but your skin actually becomes tougher, but it also becomes more sensitive. And mm. yet the sensitivity, to, because, the, because of the toughness of the skin, the sensitivity isn't a traumatic sensitivity. Um, I find that very, very helpful, mm. that deep exfoliation of the mm. skin. It makes the, it makes the skin incredibly smooth. Very smooth. And as a result it opens up a whole bunch of range of possibilities. Mm. So I actually quite like a hard brush against my body, but it's something that you have to build up. Yes, and everybody's different and different parts of the body. That's why I intuited that it would be the back of the arm, not the forearm. But but my forearm is tough enough to deal with that. Your forearm. So the Mm. point is I'm just simply making a point that I can be quite rough there. Yes, yes. And you would find that too, listeners. You would find that that certain parts of the body are obviously going to be more sensitive than others, but you also might find that parts of your body might be more, um, less acutely sensitive than you might get credit for. You might actually be able to go harder than you would normally imagine. Yes, people are often a little bit too... um, Tentative. Tentative when it comes to touch. Mm. Yeah. And one of the things I do in my couples retreat is I actually bring out some, you know, more like BDSM-y type looking objects, you know, like some little whips and things like that. And sometimes people are a bit like, ooh, and I'm like, no, no, you can use it like this. It doesn't have to be like... Painful. Yeah, flagell- for example, flagellation, flagellation doesn't have to be mm. whip, whip, whip. Right. It can be a very light, yes. tappy thing. Yes, yes. Now, um, I have another object from my bathroom, and this is another powder applicator. But this one's actually, it slips onto my fingers. So it's like a round pad, and it slips onto my fingers. And then it's like um, it's like lamb's skin. And what's it normally used for, this? This is also for um, powder. Oh, a so, makeup applicator. Yeah, okay. yeah. So instead of using a brush, it's like this lamb's wool sort of thing. So I'm just oh, oh, Xavier is presenting his neck to me. Yes, the ne- the um, the delicate skin just under the jaw. Yes, and the cheeks and so forth. Mm-hmm. So how does that feel compared to if I use the brush now? Well, they're both very different sensations. They are different sensations, aren't they? They're both pleasant. Yeah, they're both pleasant. They're just they're mm. different, but they're different. Mm. Yes. So, so those are a few items that I got just out of my um, out of my bathroom, just everyday things. Okay. Do you have another one that you want to share? Well, I'm just sort of thinking about different unusual things that we often don't think of as being. Um, sorry, I should. I'm moving away from the microphone here, listeners. Um, now, now here's one. Ah, a business card. A business card. This is quite a thick business card, actually, which I think should be more interesting. So um, if you'd like to present your forearm again. Okay. I'll give you my other forearm. The yes. other forearm. Mm-hmm. Now, if I just run the edge of the business card along. This is the long edge of the business the card. The long edge of the business card along your forearm. And you're making wavy motions. I am making wavy motions. Mm-hmm. And actually, I just feel that on the palm I'm going to use just the corner. So what's happened is that you used just the corner and you actually traced partially the lines on my palm. Oh, I did. I, that wasn't my intention. But no, yes, but, that ab- is what but I obviously did. if the hand mm. is, is curved, mm. it will naturally fall into the creases of the lines of the palm. Yes. So that's new. Mm. Yes. And, and, and different. And, different. and of course, you can also use mm. the flat. Ooh, especially if it's it a nice, Yeah, exactly. So if it's a long... You can do long strokes with just the flat of a business card. If it's got a nice, wonderful mm. cellulose coating, 
Which this does. Which this does. Ooh, that's nice under the chin. Hmm? Ooh. Even across the forehead. Oh, that's lovely. See, that's very calming. That's Try very that with calming. a business card, listeners. Mm. Just take a business card, the flat against the forehead, make gentle strokes up from the centre of the forehead and then out. And in fact, there's another thing that you, another variation you can do is that you can go down Ooh. from the crown of the head and down. Oh, that's so Unfortunately, lovely. Jacqueline's wearing headphone speakers because of the radio <laughs> program, but otherwise I would just try, okay, what does that feel like for you? Oh, damn the headphones. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hmm. So even an ordinary everyday object. Yes. Now, while we're speaking about headphones, let's add a different sense to it. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing touch at the moment, but putting on headphones and playing music and different types of music while touching your partner will change the nature of the experience for them. Mm. Yeah? And well, I mean, there's a, but there's also, there are also the more very discreet headphones that fit right into the ear, mm-hmm. which take up a lot less room. Well, yes, they don't have to be the big ones. They don't have to You've be the big ones. You've got the little ones. Yes, I've got the petite ones. So yes. it allows for... for mm. great. But it also allows you to individualise the music. For example, mm. two people can be wearing headphones mm-hmm. and they could be playing completely different music. <laughs> they could be. And that could be very interesting because one might have a very soft thing happening and the other one might have something a lot harder going on. It will be interesting to explore the various rhythms because if you allow yourself to flow in with music, mm. then you mm. you might be walking to the beats of different drummers. Nevertheless, the two beats might actually work quite well if you could. can find your way within them. They could indeed. Mm. So we'll look a little bit more at sound after the break. And other senses as well. And other senses. And I'll as show well. you what other things I found in my garden. Mm. Okay, after the break. Welcome back to the Tag Trick Lounge. And Jacqueline has, in the interim, uh, wrapped herself in a <laughs> python. <laughs> It's not a real python, although, <laughs> although it, that, could be, it that could be interesting I as well. I love big snakes. Now, a lot of that's interesting because a lot of people, some people find the texture of reptilian skin mm. very, very nice, very soothing. Oh, I love it. I've had large snakes wrapped around me. And, and, we, and there is a pet. Um, we have a pet. There's blue a pet, lizard. blue tongue lizard in the garden. Yes, who I couldn't find. No, but he has a very, he likes being stroked under the chin. And it's just so lovely to hold With a fingernail. Yes, and then he walks up and down your arms with his little spiky nails and Mm. rubbing his yummy reptilian tummy over you. Now, before you think that this is getting totally kinky and we're advocating having sex with animals, no, we're (laughs) not. No, we're not advocating bestiality. We're simply making the point that Mm. these textures in nature Mm. are very interesting and can be found all over the place and feel free to explore that. Yes, and in fact, even though this um, giant python is not real, it's actually a stuffed toy, um, I actually raided my little boy's bedroom to find objets of pleasure, plaisir. But what this is wrapped around me, and then if I very slowly, unravel. slowly oh. unravel it, then it feels quite delicious as it goes around my neck and mm. over my shoulders. And it's very slow and it just keeps on keeping on. Yes, it's the gift that just keeps giving, doesn't it's it? It's a very, very long snake, but it keeps on going. I'm going to have to fast forward that. And here's another one that I prepared earlier. And what I have here wrapped around my arm is a rather lovely scarf. And the scarf is made of wool, but it's also got... It's pleated wool. Yes, but it's got rabbit fur. 
sort okay. of um, braided all through it. It actually looks quite American Indian, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so this too, if I allow it to very slowly unwind off my arm, creates some rather lovely pleasure as well. And don't underestimate the um, sensuality of fur. A lot of people like lamb skin. Mm. A lot of people like and it and fur often gets a bad rap because endangered species, mm. minks and all of that sort of mm. stuff, seals. I mean, we're not advocating that either. No. You can get quite the same amount of pleasure mm. from animals like rabbits, rabbit fur and sheep that are no danger of being... Well, certainly not in Australia. Yes. Well, look, here's another one I found too, um, also in my son's room, um, and this is a koala. It's a stuffed koala. And the reason I got this... Not a real koala, it is a... <laughs> Yes. We should. Yes, real koalas are actually not the the cuddly things that you think they are. They're no, actually they're actually quite, quite dangerous. <laughs> quite dangerous. They've got very sharp claws. Um, you have to be careful cuddling a real live koala. But this one is made of some synthetic material, which hasn't actually killed any animals at all. Um, and this too, like just rubbing it all over the body and having this lovely soft plushness, um, it could be actually quite fun. We're going to discuss sound. Oh, and I, yes, want, and I was going to say something that the mind and the body are not separate objects. They're not separate things. The mm. mind interacts with the body constantly, etc., etc. Mm. Part of turning your whole being into one large erogenous zone is to give yourself over also to the intellect because the intellect is often not seen as a sensual erotic thing, but it can be. Allow me to demonstrate how this is possible. Mm. By combining the sensuality of, say, a fabric against your skin or another object or whatever, and just maybe gently stroking yourself with something. Okay, I shall do that. Shall mm. I do that? Yes, you That's do that. Indulge. Yes, you just you just stroking indulge. And now this is an experiment. So what I'm now going to do is I'm going to quote you some poetry Ooh. from Thomas Tobias Smollett, okay. who was a... Scottish uh, poet mm -hmm. who lived between 1721 and 1771. Are you going to use the voice? I'm going to use a voice. A voice. And I'm not going to speak in a Scottish accent because I don't think that would quite be as sensual as it could be. No offence to Scottish not people. Not as far, no, but I'm just going to read it's this. Some Scottish accents. Some, I'm just going to read this poem to you. So, listeners, mm. just try this. Stroke yourself with something while I read you. It's a, bit, it's a very short poem. Thy fatal shafts unerring move, I bow before thine altar, love. I feel thy soft, resistless flame glide swift through all my vital frame. For while I gaze, my bosom glows, my blood in tides, impetuous flows, hope, fear, and joy, alternate row, and floods of transports whelm my soul. My faltering tongue attempts in vain, in soothing murmurs to complain. My tongue, some secret magic ties, my murmurs sink in broken sighs. Condemned to nurse eternal care, and ever drop the silent tear unheard. I mourn unknown, I sigh, unfriended, live, unpitied, die. <laughs> 
that was good. So <laughs> what I'm getting at there. That was really good. <laughs> so, so that worked for you, did it? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying. You talked for a while, my brain switched off. Okay, so Jack, I'm going to talk about one of my objects because I haven't talked about my objects. <clears throat> yes, yes. Yet. What objects do you have? Well, I have yet? this rather nice soft um, blanket, mm. um, which is basically a whole body wrap. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is you don't necessarily have to isolate one particular part of your body either. You mm. can actually wrap yourself entirely up in a silk sheet or yes. in a textured yes. blanket, etc., and just roll in it. Roll in it. Just or roll have it. your partner roll you in yes, it. Yes, yes. Have yes. The, have, and especially since there's the surprise. Mm. Where's the next hand going? To, where's mm. the hand or I got some new sheets recently. They're bamboo. They're made of bamboo. That's oh. interesting. Oh, they're lovely. They're so soft. Huh? Oh, I could imagine being rolled in those. Mm. And if you use a high... Um, Cotton sheets with a very high bond count, which is a very high um, count, like a 1,200, feels like silk. Mm. Yes, silk. For, the, yes, yes, for, the, for those of you who don't know, sheet, uh, cotton sheets come in a variety of different weaves. A low count at 400 feels like a normal sort of cheap sheet. Mm. Uh, you get up to an 800 and it feels much better. Egyptian cotton, by the time you get to 1,200, though, it feels like silk. It's an extremely yes. fine and dense weave. Well, the bamboo feels like that. Oh, okay. And it's more environmentally friendly. What else do you have for us? I also have this thing that I picked up in a market, which is basically um, polished shell fragments. It is, but they're they're not smooth, are they? They look No, well, they're both. Mm. They're both smooth, glassy, smooth, Mm. and a little bit rough. Mm. But they're not, they they won't cut. No, no. But you could roll that over the body. Exactly. Mm. Which, again, another idea, jewellery, which you normally Mm. think as being particular to one certain part of the body, can mm. in fact. Well, I brought um, some pearls along, which I found can be quite nice if you wrap the, the pearls around your hand. These cultured pearls? Yes. And then you, you rub it over different parts of the body. Mm. It feels quite lovely. You could do the same with this. It's a rougher texture. So mm. even everyday objects that you don't normally think of as being <laughs> sensual, for example, I'm not going to do this because I've actually applied. This is my toothbrush, my electric toothbrush. Yeah. I'm not going to apply this to Jacqueline because it's been in my mouth. But... What I would suggest, for example, is turning it on and tickling your earlobes with it. Yes. For example. Mm. My ears, big confession here, are a very erogenous zone. Are they? Yes. I'm very, very sensitive around the ears. Mine's my neck. Oh, really? My neck is amazingly erogenous. Okay. So Mm. everybody's going to have a different, I mean... Places, some areas will some be more areas so than more others. Body, so. Now, so, I love my knees. Mm-hmm. My knees are incredibly erogenous, front and back. Oh, I, I'm too ticklish in the knees. Are you? Yes. Well, I, if you, yeah. Then you probably need to have the touch applied in a different way. Probably. Um, sides of my trunk oh, yeah, as opposed good. to the front. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that are interesting is to invoke smells. Oh, definitely. I bought some of those too. Okay. So, for example, incense, which yes. sometimes is better unburnt. Mm. I have some cinnamon Ooh, incense. That's lovely. Yes. Right? That smells beautiful. Which smells really delightful. Mm. And See, I when you get a lovely smell, it just immediately wakes up your body to Exactly. Incense, and smell is, of course, the most sensual. Oh, and that's the white sage one. That's the white yeah. sage. Well, I might. I that's might quite heady. Some of that one. That's quite It's good heady. for purifying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, mm. but it's heady and musky. Mm. Um, and, of course, Smell is probably the most primitive of all the senses yep. because it interacts directly with chemistry. And if you can imagine animals swimming around in a primeval ocean before mm. they develop eyes or ears or anything mm. else, they yeah, would have developed 
smell or chemical response to chemicals. Chemical yeah. response and what odours and scents but chemistry yes. mm. carried through the air. Can I share the, my scent thing? Sure. So I went into, into my garden and I have a huge vegetable garden with a huge herb garden in it and I have picked some basil. So the basil itself smells beautiful, but it can also be used to to touch the body. And so you can wave it around the face so that the, the nose picks up the scent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, I've got some sage as well. Yes, I this have, is fresh sage. I have fresh sage, which you can do the same thing with. Oh, that feels quite nice as I brush it over my face and I can smell it. And then I got some flowers too, which um, I just picked, which are both beautiful to look at. And they have a lovely scent. And also, this is quite a delicate flower. Mm-hmm. So, that could be brushed all over the body as well. So, this combines the visual, the um, tactile, and the olfactory. Flowers are also edible. Yes, some are. Some are. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you have to check beforehand. Yes, yes. Try not to poison try your not to Try not to ingest oleander. That'll kill you. But rose petals, of course, washed yes. and then either eaten raw um, or pansies, or you can. What you can also do with rose petals is that you can paint them with egg white and then dip them in icing sugar so mm. that they're sugary. Well, I noticed when I was in the, the garden um, that my little tarragon plant had some beautiful yellow flowers on it, and I didn't want to pick it because it's still quite small. But if I'd had a bigger plant, I could have picked that. And then you have the scent and the the look and yes, and you and, and crushing it and crushing the um, yes, crushing it, releasing the scent releases it, and what. A lot of people don't know about um, the chemistry of scent is that mm. there are levels of scent, that there are some odours that are immediately highly volatile, mm. so they'll just hit you. Mm. They're like bangs on a cymbal, whereas others are longer lasting and deeper. And so when people create perfumes, they create top notes, middle notes and bottom yes. notes. So the top notes are the first burst, burst that you get. The middle notes hang in a little longer and, of course, the underlying bottom notes will usually combine with with your own body odour, which is why scent has to be very highly individualised and you need to really, it's worth exploring Mm. how scent behaves on your own body, Mm. which is why it's very difficult to buy perfume for other people. You know I can't wear perfume. And you can't, and some people don't wear it. No, because my skin is too acidic and it turns perfume rancid. Ah, that's mm, interesting. Same thing with my mother. I inherited it from her. Unless it's a very strong scent, but then that gives me a headache. But yet you have a lotion there. Oh, well. Which is a scented lotion, I assume. Uh, yes, but this is a massage oil. Okay. So, um, which is beautiful. Yes. In fact, I find oils are much better. So, alcohol-based perfumes, mm, no. Oil-based will. Smell that. Oh, yes, that's a very... That's gorgeous. It's a bit sweet for me. Um, well, it's a massage oil. Yeah, but it's still a bit sweet for me. Okay, no, what's in it? That's yeah. all right. I mean, whatever works for you. Mm. Um, and I was just going to say, too, that just from waving those herbs around, I now have the scent of the herbs on my fingers. So if I was going to continue touching my lover, then then he or she would pick up those scents as well. Bringing, bringing in also another complexity here is that the leave yourself open to serendipity, mm. surprises. Oh, I crushed some herbs against me. Oh, now I'm putting on some oil. Yes. Oh, that gives me something that's completely different mm. to what I had previously mm. thought. And so you're, you're taking your partner on a journey of sensual pleasure mm. here and it's like you're creating a symphony. It doesn't have to be a symphony. It might be something very, very simple. And 
you know, dare I say, don't do too much unless you're, you know, you've developed it. I'd like to introduce also the concept of, this comes from neuro-linguistic programming, mm. of anchoring points. Oh, yes, yes. Now, an anchoring point happens when you do something at the same time that you do something else in order to create an association between the two. Mm. For those of you who are familiar with the famous Pavlov's dog experiment where this Russian um, behavioural scientist turned on a alarm bell or a flashing red light every time it, it, he fed a dog the dog would obviously salivate in anticipation of the meal. But what happened was eventually the dogs learned to associate the flashing light or the alarm with food and they would start salivating even without the presence of the food. Yes. Classical conditioning. So what I'm suggesting that is also possible for the listeners is that you can use this classical conditioning and make it work for yourself. So, for example, I have another object here. Oh, more objects. I have another object. Oh, what have you got there? A stainless steel chopstick. Oh, that looks a little bit um, now, probe-like. It is a bit probe-like, but the point about this is that I think it's pretty useless as a chopstick because it's much too smooth. It's too smooth, It's yes. much too smooth. Nevertheless, because it's metal, it's mm. stainless steel, it's mm. very um, temperature sensitive. Yes. So you could start by putting it into the refrigerator or even the freezer mm. and experimenting with cold. You could. And then you can just, and if being a long, thin cylindrical object, you have that point, mm-hmm. or you can have the broad strokes. Yes. Or a combination. And it's also like tap, 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 tap. Temperature plate. You could warm so it you up can, too. You could yeah. put it in a, in a glass of hot water. Yes, exactly. You can play with temperature with it. Mm. What I'm suggesting, though, is that mm. objects like this are also very good for creating anchor points. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are. Let's imagine that you're, this is also a very powerful thing, the thing that you can do, spinal stroking. Mm-hmm. Get, lie down on your belly while your partner strokes you with the palm of their hand all the way from the nape of the neck to the coccyx. Mm. Long strokes. Long strokes. Right? Yes, I wish we could demonstrate this, but I wouldn't be able to get to the microphone. What what you can then do is then say, use an object like this and maybe have it in your hand Mm. and then press the point to the centre of your palm, right? Ah, as it's being done. As it's being done. Ah. So what happens then is that you're creating an association between the sensuality of that so that you could at any time... Poke your palm. Just poke your palm with one of your fingers. You Mm -hmm. could use the... Middle finger, and mm-hmm. you just poke a la Spider Man. <laughs> but, but what you've done is that you have anchored that sensation. Mm. So, whatever pleasure you get from that long spinal stroking, mm. you can get by simply by pressing. You know, I just had a thought that the fact that you and I, for example, are such highly sensual creatures and can find anything sensual and arousing and therefore create creating the release of positive happy hormones in our bodies mm. is probably because we have unconsciously been anchoring lots of positive things all mm. throughout our lives. But for those people who haven't, mm. this is a this great is opportunity to explore different things. Mm. And as we have re- and as we talked in another program about finding the sensual in the ordinary, mm. you can be washing dishes. Yeah. You know, feeling, feeling the silkiness of detergent mm. against your Mm. Uh, and, and fingers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. And ob- uh, something that people like a lot is again that scalp thing, where oh, you tre- where great. you take the where you take your fingers and you give a light stroke down mm. from the crown of the head down. Just do that a little yeah. bit, and you can also anchor that. 
Mm. Um, you can maybe squeeze your thumb. You can clench your teeth, which is very invisible. I mean, you can be doing this all day long. You can just be clenching your, your teeth and imagining the clenching slow. Your teeth. The kids in Australia, I don't know if they do it in other countries, have got this thing where you pretend that you've cracked an egg on someone's yes. someone's head. You go knock, 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 That's right. slap, and then you just allow your fingertips to go down the sides of their heads as though it's the egg running down. Exactly. And if you clench your, te- and if you clench your teeth like just for as a second that. as you're doing it, you anchor that. Mm. We'll have much many more ideas after the break. Yes, yes. I know time is flying. It's flying, flying when flying. we're having such fun. Fun. It's so pleasurable. The sense, the sense around us at the moment is just lovely. Join you again soon, listeners. Hello and welcome back to the Tantric Lounge. Now, you might notice that I have a mouthful and uh, I have a mouthful of chocolate mm. because I think chocolate is a very important way of turning one's body into an original stone from the inside out. How's your chocolate going? Well, I'm actually just smelling it. You're just smelling your chocolate? Yes, I'm taking it nasally. Nasally. Oh, God, and I'm just, just consuming it. Well, this is another thing that people have to do. Sometimes you need to take it slowly and just appreciate. I'll take some, I mean, I don't know how often people do this, but just take some time to smell the chocolate before you eat it. People just often pop it just straight into their mouths. But if you take some time to smell it. Oh, I'm guilty of that. I think I need another chocolate. Yes, uh, yes I, yeah, you, you'll probably mm. go through No, but it. I have to say just like feeling the flavours as they sort of wash through my mouth and I can feel it going right down down it's like i'm taking the sensuousness of the chocolate from my mouth right down into my stomach right into my body and then allowing the the chocolate chocolateness to sort of permeate through my whole body as though that chocolate sensation is right in the tips of my fingers and the tips of my toes so this is almost a meditative chocolate experience this is yes yes chocolate has meditation this is one of the things I love about the whole tantric approach, or the true tantric approach, is that they take pleasure. It's about using pleasure as almost like a meditative thing so that you get more in touch and you can raise yourself spiritually. And as we've been explaining in recent programs, it's not actually about, oh, yeah, chocolate, great, yum, 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 now I'm going to eat another one, or oh, now I'm just kind of oversated with chocolate. In your case, you're smelling the chocolate first, and I'm consuming it and allowing the essence of chocolate to flow through my body. That's how you tantrically consume chocolate or experience chocolate. Yeah, and I'm also enjoying the experience of the contrast between the smell of the foil because the mm. oil has a smell itself and the mm-hmm. chocolate itself. It's mm. it's a bit of a dissonant, but it's also interesting. Ah, that's really... The sound. <laughs> the sound. The, the chocolate. The sound, well, the sound of the wrapper anyway. I've got a couple of other sound things. Mm. Go Can on. Can I share some more yeah, sound sure. things with you? Sure. So you might want to have your partner um, with their eyes closed or possibly blindfolded or something draped across their eyes if they don't like the idea of being blindfolded. And you can get... Not so close to the bike. Also, yeah, that might actually not sound quite so good. But if you just allow something like this rattle just near their ears, that can have different effects as well. And for some people, it might put them on edge. (laughs) (laughs) They might not like it. They might like. Ah, here's another anchoring thing. This reminds me. This is this obviously sounds a little bit like thunder or the clanging of rain on a tin roof. But imagine if you were doing this while running your fingers or a fork down your partner's body. Gently rubbing it. Yeah, that gives that's a completely different feeling, isn't it? 
Interesting. Works for me. Might not work for everybody. We have talked a bit. We haven't talked much about light. Oh, hang on. Can I do one more? Oh yeah, sure. Right, because um, because you so beautifully read a poem. Mm-hmm. I have found a poem too. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yes, and I also wanted to, so that people realise that um, you did it with a beautiful male voice, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it with a female voice. Okay. Um, and again, bli- this is something I do in couples retreats as well, as we blindfold each other and and we do read poetry. Or whisper them into whisper the it. air. Yes, you whisper it. So one that I rather love, it's an, it's an ancient Sanskrit text and it goes, When we have loved, my love, panting and pale from love, then from your cheeks, my love, scent of the seat I love, and when our bodies love, now to relax in love, after the stress of love, ever still more I love, our mingled breath of love. It's very sweet. Oh, I think it's quite lovely. Mm. 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 You could be consuming a chocolate yes. while whispering that. And in candlelight. In candlelight. Which is why I brought a candle. Just, ah, as, yes. a, just as a symbol of, yes. of something else. Again, this is part of the anchoring process. Uh, creating associations between different sen- between different senses, different sensations, etc. Mm. So I always associate candles with um, a wonderful, mellow, calmness. Mm. So it's just a wonderful, it's just a beautiful quality of light, especially on dark, stormy nights. Ooh. I just think, oh, and there's nothing better than a fire. Oh, yes. La- oh, dark, stormy light, fire. The, sen- the sense of being s- nurtured and snug mm. and comfortable. Mm. That's why my couples retreats, the ones near Sydney up in the Blue Mountains, I do them there because every single cabin has its own fire. Lovely. Wow. It's just delicious. Um, yes, and I, just to stress too, when you're saying that it creates this lovely atmosphere, is that to be able to do this kind of exploration, it needs to be in a beautiful space, a space that's nurturing and you feel safe. I would like to introduce the world to mm. well, I mean, it's not. In, I mean, this isn't the only place where people have heard it, but to our listeners, to the Lalo Dextrous. Oh, the Dextrous. The Dextrous. Tell us more about the Dextrous. Okay. The Lalo Dextrous fits in right with the theme of what we're doing today because we're educating our bodies to become a totally erogenous zone. Mm. The Lalo Dextrous works on the science that mm. left-handers do it and have it better. Oh, and you're left-handed, aren't you, yes, it's just Yes, just as a... Just, <laughs> Us poor righties. Yeah, exactly. The theory goes that the right brain is all about the holistic, the mm. sensual, the poly, whereas the le- left brain is linear, etc. Mm. And because of the cross-channel cabling in the nervous system, the right-handers are more in tune with the left brain, whereas left-handers are more in tune with their right brain. Mm. So the right brain lefties have it better because they are predisposed neurologically Mm. to have more intelligent sex in the sense of a greater integration between what their heads are doing and what their hearts and bodies are doing. Mm. So what the lalodextrous is, is it's called the, the, and that's spelled D-E-X-T-R-U-S, which is funny because Dexter actually means right. <laughs> but I guess they couldn't call it the Lalo Sinistrous because of the classical association between sinister, sinister and left, mm. um, which is sinister is actually the Latin word for left. So what you do is you hold the Dexterous in your left palm. 
mm. and it vibrates. Mm. And it do- and what it does is it creates an asso- it it stimulates the right side of the brain. So mm. it's a vibrator for right handers only to get them more in touch with their left mm-hmm. hand, mm-hmm. which get, get, makes them more in touch with their right brain. Which makes the whole sexual experience exactly. What? It's training. It's training the body. Mm to be more attuned to sensuality. Right. So that's the lelodextrous that you can learn more about by going on. You actually, you can watch a little video about it um, on YouTube and just put in Lelo's new. So L-E-L-O apostrophe S, new in YouTube. And the first thing that comes up is Lelo presents the world's first vibrator that makes you smart. (laughs) And there are a whole bunch of other videos that are interesting as well, like about masturbation and stimulating women to have greater orgasms and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's interesting, though, when you say the first vibrator should make you smart, is that, like, good sex and the kind of approach to sexuality that we're talking about here actually does make you smarter. Yes, and also good sex is smart sex, Mm. often. Like good cooking is smart cooking, Mm. making the best of the ingredients Mm. of what you've had. It's about making the best of what you've got. Mm. Not everybody has everything on the handed to them on the silver plate. Mm. Some people may have body issues. They may look at the mirror and they look at their face and they think, well, I'm not exactly a supermodel. I don't exactly have the body of a Greek goddess Mm. or god or Mm. whatever, blah, Mm. blah, blah. Mm. Nevertheless, what you've got is what you've got. Mm. Make the most of it. Indeed. Why deny yourself the potential for pleasure that's inherent in your body simply by existing? Yes. If we weren't meant to enjoy pleasure, we wouldn't have so many pleasure receptors in our body. Yes. Our bodies are complete pleasure machines. Our bodies thrive on pleasure. Sometimes too far. Um, as mm. is implied by one of our questions. No, Tina, we have questions, Yes, we, we have good, questions. Good. Tina asks, we've tried doing this sort of thing, but my husband gets carried away and wants to do more and more, and I feel it's too much. Should we try again? Your advice for Tina? Oh, look, definitely, definitely. And it's this whole Western thing that if something must be good, more of it must be better. And it's not. Pull it back, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Focus on the subtlety. We, yeah. I, I guided you through a meditation yesterday where we looked mm. at exploring pure feeling. We did, didn't we? That was rather lovely. Yes, and mm. that was. Uh, we can we can talk to our listeners about it more in another program. Mm. But it, the basic idea was this: let's explore one pure feeling and take it as far as it can. There's a limit. Mm. There just seems to be an inherent limit, which changes yes. in time maybe even at different times of the day or in the course of life, of how far you can take a particular feeling before it's no longer pleasurable. Mm. Mm. It's like those optimality curves, like salt, mm. a little bit of salt. Yes. Great. Yes. More, more salt may be better. Too much salt, it all sort until it tastes get, horrible. Until it tastes horrible. Yes. So we get that with, with food to some extent, with flavours, too much of a good thing. Um, so you need to be able to exp- expand this into your more physical pleasuring. So, Tina, I suggest that you have another chat with your husband and say that you want to try it again and you want to do it a little bit differently and slowly. Maybe just start with one sense or one object or one part of the body and and work with that. And, again, you can use some of those exercises that I sh- shared. Was it in the last program or the one before where you instruct the touch or you give feedback from one to three? It was in one of the, no, was one of the recent ones. Yeah, recent ones. Yeah, one of the recent ones. Um, and that way you'll be able to give him some guidance around how what's good and what's not good. 
Greg asks, my wife is just not into touch. She was brought up in a very unaffectionate family and had some sexual trauma in her adolescence. Could or should I try this? And if so, how? Yes. Well, yes, please do. Similar advice to what we just gave to Tina is like start very, very um, small, right? And you might want to start fully clothed. Um, just, Just use one object and get lots of feedback, so don't, no sudden movements, no intensity, nothing unexpected. Just start very simply. Find something that she actually quite likes the touch of. She might have like a favourite scarf or something. I might also point out that if somebody's in this state, mm. it's a possibility that they've been so touch starved for so long mm. that if you overwhelm them, it, yes. go, it goes beyond their tolerance level. Yes, and it will have the opposite effect. Exactly. So they'll either go numb or they'll freak out. Yeah. So start slowly and be very patient. Yes. Patience is is absolutely the key. Um, Ron says, ice. I love ice. (laughs) I'm assuming he means frozen water. Yes. (laughs) On the body or in the mouth and then the mouth on body. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) And yes, temperature play is, is fabulous. And you can do the same by putting hot things. Um, on the body, as we mentioned before, when you brought out the metal chopstick. Um, but you can do the same thing. You can have put some hot tea in your mouth and then touch your partner's body in different and areas. And with hot tea, like a herbal tea or, mm. or for any tea, really, mm. you can get both the flavour and the smell mm-hmm. and the touch and the temperature and the you can play you can play with that quite a lot. Mm. Sylvia says you mentioned taking dessert in the bedroom one time. We did it. We blindfolded each other and fed each other. It was so erotic. It opened up so much more sexual creativity. Yes. And of course, again, this comes back to classical conditioning. Mm. We associate res- dessert with good feeling anyway. Mm. So why mm. not bring something that you already associate. So think about your own history of sensuality, not just sexual history, your history of yes. your, se- your sensuality. Yes. What do you associate with a good feeling a good generally feeling. and then yes. bring it into the sex play? Yes, definitely. Peter and Jane, thanks so much for this program, for all your great practical advice. We were so stuck in penis and vagina sex without even realising it. Now we're out of it, thanks to you and so much good advice today playtime yes this is all about playtime again mm-hmm. this if you're going to take the this the journey down of creating your entire making your entire body an erogenous zone mm. play with it be playful yes don't take it too seriously <laughs> yes this is not serious this is not serious and be willing Stop. to laugh yes yeah, especially if what you try doesn't work Especially if it doesn't work really badly, doesn't work. Oh, Instead yes. of being traumatised by it, just think <laughs> yeah. about, gee, that that was hilarious in how not it worked. Yes. How badly that did not work. <laughs> Let's never go down that path again or wait a while. Mm. Or try it differently. In conclusion, Jacqueline, is mm. there anything more that you would like to add? This has Time has flown on this one. It has. We've completely. I've still got more beautiful objects which I haven't haven't shared. But um, well, we can anyway. share them in future programs. Oh, look! But I just encourage everybody just to look around them right this moment. And what have you got? Probably within within fingers' reach from where you sit that you could use to engage in sensual play with your partner. Let your in- <laughs> Let your intuition be your guide. Mm. That is what I encourage. And I just want to say that I have two places left for couples on my Bali couples retreat in late May, 20th to 25th of May. So if any of you would like to come and join me there where we will be engaging in some rather sensual discoveries, I would love to have you join me. And I think that's it. Yes, until next time. Until next time.
please go and enjoy and we'll see you again next week down on the Tantric Lounge.